Welcome back to Live at Your Edge. On this show, we talk about finding your personal growth edge and unlocking a version of yourself and your life that feels fulfilling and meaningful to you. I'm Ashley, your host, and this week on the show, I want to share a story with you from my own personal life. I want to share it because for me, it's an example of how life can show you sometimes the ways you might actually be creating some of your own struggle. That's not always how we see things. We often see life as happening to us, and we don't see the invisible ways that we create the difficulties that arise in our lives sometimes. This was shown to me really intensely recently, and so I'd like to share that story with you and offer the opportunity for you to see what it brings up for you. So here is the story. A couple weeks ago, so this was in early August 2022, I went on a group vacation with my husband and baby daughter, and we shared a house at the beach with a group of people. Some of these people are people very close to me and that I know really, really well, and some of them are people that we didn't know. So we started planning and coordinating the trip five or six months beforehand. My husband and I haven't traveled a lot with our baby yet, so we were trying to make the trip as comfortable as possible for us and our baby. And then finally the time arrives. We drive all the way there. It's kind of a long drive. And so we get there and... It's really only when we finally arrived at the house that I realized that I'd actually landed myself in a situation that made me pretty uncomfortable. It was essentially things like the sleeping situation, the configuration of the house. There were a variety of details that just were not what I'd expected them to be. And the bottom line was that they were different than the way I felt I needed them to be for me to feel relaxed and to be well rested. The other thing is that when we arrived at the house, I was already pretty exhausted and anxious from a pretty stressful drive. We hadn't eaten. And so I arrived at the house in a physically and emotionally drained state. So then when I started to realize that my expectations hadn't necessarily been correct, I found this to be a very emotionally destabilizing thing. I'm not really proud to share how I reacted. I didn't react particularly well. I got really angry. I felt angry at the people who, in my mind at the time, had created the situation. I felt really intensely triggered by the situation too. Whether it's rational or not, my sense of safety and security felt very compromised. Sleep is a very sensitive thing for me, and so I tend to find that situations where I can't sleep as well to be very triggering. And I have to say that the situation did really improve as time went on. We got to a much better place, but it really was a very challenging experience for me overall and for those around me. You know, my husband and I left the vacation feeling pretty emotionally exhausted. And I know that the people who were hosting us also found it very stressful having us there in the house, which is completely understandable. It was just a challenging situation. It was really only after we had left the house and I'd had a day or two to reflect on and process the whole experience. It was only after that that I had this realization. And the realization was that 
the deepest truth I could reach was that I was the one who had landed myself in that situation. I was the one who had created that situation. I didn't feel like I'd created it at the time. You know, I felt like I'd done everything right, everything the way I normally do things. I felt like this was something that just happened to me. I felt like others had either miscommunicated or failed to think of certain things I would need, right? That's why I'd felt angry. But when I reflected more deeply on everything that had happened in the months leading up to the trip, all the communication back and forth, all the things I did and did not do during the planning phase, I was finally able to see how I had not acted in my own best interest. Even though I hadn't intentionally done anything that seemed not in my best interest, the truth is that I had acted out of some dysfunctional patterns I have. And as a result, I created a situation where my needs were not met. For example, when I was invited on this trip, I didn't ask any questions before accepting. I assumed the vacation would look and feel a certain way just purely based on my relationship with the person inviting me. You know, this is someone very close to me who knows me really well. And so I made this huge assumption that this person would just know what I needed. Like I thought they wouldn't have even invited me if this trip wasn't going to be a good fit for me. And maybe you can relate to this, right? Like, have you ever assumed that someone really close to you, maybe a spouse or partner or family member, should be able to anticipate your needs? I think it's a really common mistake. We assume sometimes our loved ones should just be able to know what we need, even though truly it's on us to protect our own needs and communicate them, right? But in this situation, as I think I often do, I just assumed the person inviting me would know what I needed, and I did not take any proactive steps in my own best interest. I could have asked what the trip will be like, who's going to be there, what do you think the sleeping arrangements will be like, what kinds of activities are scheduled. If I had really been committed and practiced at protecting my own needs, I would have been able to get enough information to either accept the invitation and make plans accordingly, Or maybe to just sense that this trip wasn't necessarily a good fit for me and decline. The funny thing is at the time, my actions all seemed totally reasonable to me. I did not see how I was creating a situation where it was impossible for me to meet my own needs because I was relying on someone else to do that for me. Truly, I was unconsciously disempowering myself. And this is a pattern that I'm now realizing is all over the place in my life. This kind of unconscious self-disempowerment. I have deeply rooted patterns that cause me to avoid taking ownership of my own wants and needs and doing all kinds of things like just assuming others can magically know my needs that allow me to not take that ownership, right? I do all these other things that create situations in my life that are really challenging because I'm refusing to do that for myself. So that's the story I want to share with you. And what I want to do now is zoom out a bit and look more philosophically at this whole thing. And specifically, I want to ask you if you can apply this story and some of the things that came out of it in your own life. Because to me, this experience felt like a really good example of how life can offer us situations that feel truly awful at the time, but they can actually be some of the most powerful doorways into our unconscious patterns. 
Anytime we find ourselves in a situation that's not objectively dire, but where we find ourselves feeling angry or frustrated or really sad or maybe even self-righteous, any of those really intense negative emotions, even when there's no true catastrophe happening, to me, that's an example of a situation worth really exploring using this lens of asking yourself, what are the ways I'm creating this experience? Why do I feel so angry? Or why do I feel so upset? Are there any choices I'm making that are creating this, even if I feel like I have to choose that, right? Like, what are the choices I'm actually making here? And here's the funny thing about it, too. Even though in this case, it really sucked to see this about myself, I will say that the overarching experience I had when I realized that I had been the creator of the situation was actually relief. I felt so relieved because suddenly I realized that I actually have the ability to prevent this kind of struggle in my life. I can create my life as a sovereign adult person. And of course, in this case, once I'd seen this, it was really, really important for me to take ownership of how I had behaved. Even though at the time I'd felt very correct in being angry at these people, when I realized that it was me who was the person who'd created this situation, it was really important for me to go to everyone that had been impacted by my behavior and make sincere apologies for how I'd hurt them. But I guess what I'm saying is I don't regret the situation happening because it gave me this really loud in-your-face demonstration of this wounded, dysfunctional way of being that I'm still living from. And these unconscious patterns we have, which I believe we all have these to some extent, and yours may be different than the ones I have, but I believe we all have unconscious patterns. And they can be a really big unseen player in how our lives are. These unconscious patterns come from childhood wounding, societal conditioning, and they can be a big part of why our lives don't feel full or vibrant or joyful or ease-filled because they're invisible to us. And so they can be really tricky to uproot. We need a way to uncover them, right? Because without being able to see them, it's really hard to heal and shift them. Pure awareness of them alone can be such a powerful and important first step. But the hard part is how do we uncover them? And so I will put to you this idea that life will just keep showing them to you all the time. You'll keep living experiences that are challenging and that create really uncomfortable emotions in yourself until these patterns get worked through. So one of the important skills that I'm seeking to learn right now in my own life is how to practice using this lens of okay, life is always showing me things I need to see about myself. This is the way I can uncover things that I can't already see. Does that make sense? I'm wondering how this feels to you, right? What does it feel like if you invite yourself to see every hard situation that you have in your life as showing you something new you need to know about yourself? If you try that on, does that feel expansive? Does that feel empowering to think that? Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it feels frustrating or annoying thinking of life that way. I think that's worth exploring. Because as you'll hear a lot on this show, I believe uncovering what's unconscious in us is 
one of the keys to learning how to create a better, more fulfilling version of your life. Making the unconscious become conscious is hard. And I think that letting life show you this stuff makes it easier. So I'm going to leave you with that thought. I'm so grateful that you tuned in for this episode today. I really hope that you've heard something here that intrigues you or that you find valuable. And I hope that you'll join us next time. We're going to keep building on these ideas and we're going to keep bringing in more techniques, more ideas that I hope you'll find really valuable. We'll talk more about what to do beyond just becoming aware of things. To me, this is part of what's hard about stepping into this version of your life that feels fuller to you. It's uncovering just the seeing of the things that are creating some of the hard things in your life. That's a big first step. But there's more often to do beyond just the pure awareness of it. And we'll talk more about those things on this show. Don't forget to hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any episodes. And please tell your friends and family about this show. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.